Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of the things that I have noticed with, eh, I'm not going to say interest, though that may be the case, interest, frustration, after a really beautiful time with the Lord, a time where you're taking new territory, new ground, often it happens that something rises up after the fact. And I really appreciate Paul Van Hosen's perspective on this, where he was like, we serve the living God. We don't need to expect bad things to happen. And yet there are things that can rise up to be distractions or frustrations. I think about the time where I was flying back from a Christian Healing Ministries conference in 2018 And we had had a beautiful first flight, Vermont to Charlotte, and then I just needed the little puddle jumper flight the last half hour to get home. And as I was walking through the airport, I looked out one window and it was beautiful blue skies. And I looked out the other and it was like, I don't want to say Armageddon because I have no idea what that would look like, but I mean, gray sky, unbelievably so, where the, the different... I almost called them staff. The people who work at the airport had gathered around the window saying, will you look at that? That's amazing. This oncoming incredible storm. So the airport shut down. We were actually really thankful that we got to land at all before this storm struck. And so I think in the end, I was probably only delayed six hours And I still was able to get on a flight that day. I didn't need to go and stay anywhere overnight or try to get a rental car and drive the four hours home. And I stayed in peace and I made my notes and it was all fine. But it was just interesting that this kind of cataclysmic storm had kind of arisen out of nowhere. And it was drastic enough that the people who worked at the airport were like, this is amazing. (laughs) So... I recognize that, though, as an attempt to help me not stay in peace. And so I stayed in peace and it was all good. And so knowing that, after Workplace Prayer Live, I thought, okay, I'm going to do my best to stay in peace. And Bob had said, anytime you do a sacred assembly, especially, or some kind of a live event, over the next few weeks, there is going to be ample opportunity for disagreements, frustrations, to arise, especially among the team. That voice of accusation, for whatever reason, goes out in strength. And we don't know why. (laughs) It just happens. And so, oh, yeah. We, uh, so I was on my guard for that. We were not ignorant that that could happen. And what fascinated me, though, was for the next, oh, probably at least the it would have been 10 days maybe after the secret assembly, I just felt off. And it wasn't anything I could put my finger on. It wasn't like, um, there were absolutely frustrations that arose, hurt feelings, different challenges in terms of crazy things. You know, Bob's neighborhood had a really horrific school shooting the day after the secret assembly. And just hard, hard things. And um, anyway, but for me, I felt like I can't pray. Like I would go down to try to pray in the lower pasture, which is normally my place of peace. And there were 
either bumblebees that would hover three feet from my body and make scary noises, or if I tried to rest on the pasture uh, floor, there would be flies that would come and land on me. I mean, it was just, oh, it was awful. And I would go down sometimes with agitated mind and then say, this isn't even working. And then I would go back up to the house a half hour later, like more distraught than I had come down. Just weird. Like, I honestly don't remember that happening. I'm not saying it hasn't. Certainly there are times where I feel like I've just walked in circles for an hour and did it do anything? Who knows? But this was much deeper and it felt more hopeless. And so this, it, the days went on and I was still doing all that I could think of to deal with this, praying the prayer of protection and the warfare prayer and the cutting free prayer and fasting and just, you know, in my normal zone. And it still just wasn't right. It felt like I was out of alignment. And then there was one day I was driving um, with my son. He was going to his driver's ed class and we had a couple of brothers in the back seat, and so everybody was just either listening to their audiobooks or whatever they were doing, and I was praying, and all of a sudden I thought, it's like I have a snake pumping venom into my heart, and I probably hadn't had that specific sensation for three years, but I thought, oh, okay, well, I don't want to have a snake pumping venom into my heart, so with my hand, I just pulled out from my heart and made a chopping noise with my other, or chopping noise, chopping motion with my other hand to chop off its head and then kind of pulled out its body, all of this, just in the spirit, and then kept praying. And a couple hours later, I was like, wow, I feel so much better. What is going on? When did this start? And I thought back and I was like, okay, I was driving with my son. It would have been about that point in the drive. And all of a sudden I went, wait, no, it would have been about three minutes earlier when I did that snake motion. And it was like, oh my goodness, I actually just needed that specific deliverance to make a night and day difference. (laughs) The birds are just singing again. The sun is shining again. I have hope for the future. There's maybe not clear direction, but a sense of like, things will continue on in peace. Hallelujah. So I was talking to Cindy about this because I thought, well, I don't want to have a snake in me. Like, did I have an, some kind of an opening that would allow that snake to get in? And I don't necessarily have answers to that. But she said, you know, Amy, the Lord sometimes is just not in as much of a hurry as we are. <laughs> you know, because I was kind of like, okay, well, what's the system? Did I need to pray more quickly for clarity and lack of cloaking? What would have been some of the other things that I could have done to make sure that it didn't take me 10 days to snap out of it? And she was kind of like, you know, who knows? Like, maybe the Lord sometimes just lets us sit in things for a little bit so that oh, we have such a deep sense of like, okay, this has actually shifted. So I appreciate that sense that Sometimes you just don't figure it out or you don't figure it out right away. Or it's something to keep asking the Lord about. Lord, teach me to pray. That maybe there is an element of wanting to rest in him more. So I just offer this to you as part of my own journey of like, why did I have a snake? I don't know. What was the snake's name? I don't know. It could have been something like despondency, despair, hopelessness, It could have been something else that I don't actually identify, but it was in there and it was not good. I'm glad it's gone. So I offer that to you as part of the, sometimes you just kind of shrug and say, 
I, I don't know. I've got nothing. <laughs> Except the Lord. So Lord, we do thank you that sometimes we don't have an explanation. We just have a story. We don't necessarily understand your ways. <laughs> it's much nicer to go through life without a snake on the inside pumping out poison. But Lord, I'm thankful that sometimes the breakthrough comes and that snake isn't there anymore. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all of the ways that you teach, that you guide. (laughs) Yeah, we love you, Lord. Amen.